This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast, brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hello. hey And this is Everything is Fine, a Good Place Podcast. And I rehearsed this by myself 10 minutes ago because we haven't done this in a really, really long time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, how do we do this? We talk about the TV show, right? Yeah. Yes. We are uh, Everything is Fine. We are a podcast dedicated to the hit. NBC TV show The Good Place. Every episode they've done, we've done one for as well, and we are back for the mid-season. Season 3, episode 10, Book of Dugs, a lot of stuff going on. And people love this podcast so much that even when the show goes on like a month-long hiatus, there's still activity in this awesome Facebook discussion group we have. You can go to Facebook any way you want to navigate there. Search Everything is Fine. You'll find us and over a hundred other Maximum Derricks who just love to talk about this show and other stuff. We just we have great conversations. So you should come on over there and check it out if you don't already. But you can find us on other social medias as well. Um, Everything is Fine podcast on Instagram. And you can also find the parent to this podcast, Nerdy Things Podcast, at Nerdy Things Pod everywhere. Just everywhere. Just yeah. everywhere. I think it was like, I think it was like we gained a person every day that we didn't podcast. So maybe we shouldn't <laughs> podcast. Yeah, maybe right? this is a bad idea. We gained a person every day during the hiatus in the Facebook group. So we do appreciate it. And it's super cool to see everybody there and the people are posting things and and talking about it and it's yeah. awesome and you can also go to www.nerdythingspod.com to get information about this podcast and all of the other ones that we do including another one that's premiering today what? because Whoa. we decided we wanted to like attach ourselves to the Sherniverse. So Brooklyn Nine-Nine has been saved by the network uh, NBC, which which puts out this other great show, The the Good Place. And we have decided, well, a couple of us, Kevin, myself and Kevin's wife have decided to podcast about Brooklyn Nine-Nine because we love that show as well. We are not going to go do the back catalog because unlike when we started this one, uh, it's five seasons in. It's not, you know, one (laughs) season in or two at that point, I guess. So we're going to be calling this podcast Brooklyn Nine-Nine Saved because we are glad that it's saved and all of the post-saved episodes, however long they decide to keep it going, we're going to podcast on those. But, but we're here for the good place. We are here for the good yeah. place. And so if you I, like some of us, yeah. if you like us, go listen to that podcast. Go listen to all of our podcasts and uh, tell your friends that yeah. like Brooklyn Nine-Nine or anybody that's not in not into the good place and you like us and you want to share us with you, for your friends or whatever. Yeah, or if you hate hey. us. I mean, really, if you yeah. want to just listen to more of us and yell at us, find us there. And don't <laughs> limit it to just telling your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your neighbors. Tell your neighbor's dog. Like, tell everyone. It's I, fine. I I hate watch things sometimes. I'm sure you do, too. <laughs> exactly. You can hate listen to us. Right? Hate listen to the nerdy boys. And That's we do have another exciting uh, venture that we began this We'll call it the off season, but we'll get to that later. Stick around <laughs> at the end and we'll 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 pimp out that one as well. 
So, because there's just so much to talk about. We're doing so many things. Speaking of that, I always start the episode calling back to last episode, but that was so long ago, I don't even remember. So I'm just going to ask you guys, what did you do during the hiatus? What was, like, we had holidays, everything. Like, what was your big thing that happened during the time off? What was with Big and Jules's life? Um, I went crazy doing 25 videos in December and that's something that we talked about on a couple of the last episodes, but mm-hmm. that was my main thing. And then I just wanted to chill <laughs> <laughs> after that. I am, I am naturally a introvert and that took a lot out of me. So I wanted to not do anything and not worry about anything. Uh, and I just hung out with family and, um, popped with fireworks on New Year's, which was super fun. I don't do that very often but i got the little tanks i like doing the little tanks having them go um yeah and just relaxed <laughs> for once nice i mean i'm i'm now without a home um so that's cool <laughs> i put all my stuff in storage and i moved in with my parents and my wife moved in with her mom we didn't break up we're just dating again <laughs> Um, because we live and work on opposite ends of the state, but we're buying a house in the middle and it's kind of awesome. So that should be happening this Friday. Hopefully. Do you have those long phone calls where you're like (laughs) staring up at the ceiling and you're like, I'll hang. No, you hang up. Nah, son. No, you hang. We've been married 12 years now. They're more like, (laughs) yeah, I'm home. I'm going to go eat. I'll talk to you later. I'll text you before bed. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. I love her though. She's and sweet. Kevin doesn't I have any it. hair to twirl anyway, so you, you can't do that thing, you uh, know, where you right? sit there, you talk, you like twirl like your hair. Twirling my beard. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It was a very eventful hiatus for me. Lots of stuff happened. Um my my daughter, my my who's gonna be one next month. She started. That's weird. Yeah, she started That's rolling really over around the room and crawling, and she's, I think, said words today. Like we think what? she said "papa" and "mama," but it's not repeatable. So it's like maybe she did intentionally, <laughs> oh, okay. and maybe it's just her random babbling, which is also her new thing. Mm. Pretty much throughout the entire day today, uh, outside of watching the Patriots, I heard this: "mama, da, ga, ah." <laughs> just over and over again it was great but i also uh i started me personally i started um i don't want to say collecting because i don't like that term that people use for this hobby but i did start collecting records i listen to records Ooh. so i'm i'm gaining possession of records to listen to i'm not collecting them in the sense that they're going to sit on a shelf and i'm going to look at them that's that's why i don't like that if, you, if you've heard like people are big into records now and they always say well i collect records well you do do you, do you listen to them? Nah, just look at them. No, I mean, yeah, like exactly. you look collect at all pop vinyl because you just look at them, right? Right. You don't collect records; you buy them to listen to them. So I don't know how Maybe. to phrase it, but yeah, I got a bunch of them now and a uh, turntable and the whole thing, and <laughs> and I love it. It's awesome. But awesome. Yeah, that was cool. so. That was uh, that was my big thing. So that brings us to the reason why you guys all come here. We know it. You know it. You waited four weeks, five weeks, however long it's been for this dang thing. So let's get right down to it. Out of context, quotes of the week. Jules, kick it off. All right. There was a lot of them in this episode. It was really good. There was a Dracula chasing us. Maybe Drac blew up the mailbox with his bazooka. (laughs) (laughs) And and here's another one. Uh, 
Okay, no follow-up questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, and one more. We're four Oreos from heaven. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Okay. Kevin, yes. what you got? So I had, it's nice to know I can talk about girls with my wife. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, everything I stick in here just turns to glitter. Um, I like that better out of context. Right? <laughs> is is this a horny cry? <laughs> oh, no. And I feel both pitied and put on the spot, so that's fun. <laughs> a lot of emotions in this episode. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't see any go-karts, much less go-karts being driven by monkeys wearing sunglasses and Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> oh, God. All of these new emotions I'm feeling are about to burst out of me, which might be super embarrassing. What if they come out my butt? <laughs> Gwendolyn, here's some champagne for you for thanking me, for thanking you, for thanking me, for thanking you, for thanking me, for thanking you for the champagne you sent me. Oh, God. Follow that up with That's... pop that bitch. <laughs> all right. The quote of the week, say it all together. Yeah, man, we're refugees. What kind of messed up place would turn away refugees? <sighs> right? A political zinger. Yeah. And that has been Out of Context Quotes of the Week. <laughs> Two second pause, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, tell us what happened this episode, please. Okay, so our heroes find themselves in the mail room of heaven, guarded by none other than Nicole Byers from the Netflix show Nailed It and many other things. <laughs> Uh, where she is the letter carrier who does nothing because nothing's come through in 500 years except just some paperwork, which is great. Uh, and they're not allowed to go into the good place. And so the gang tries to figure out how to committee their way into the good place. And a lot of awesome stuff happens, including uh, what's her face and what's his face, Cheedy and Eleanor banging it out. Uh, and hey. that's pretty much the episode, really. <laughs> right? Just banging it out in a closet. <clears throat> well, we're finally in the good place, guys. Three seasons, Hooray. almost three full seasons, and we're finally in the good place. Kinda. Are I mean, we, though? Well, you <sighs> can at least smell a trash water park, if that's what gets you going. Uh, yeah. I loved the smells. Like, what would be your smell? What What would you smell? Oh, jeez. Good question. Uh, oh, man. So I, I'll start you off. I know for me, it would be the smell of a slightly dull saw blade, so it's just burning <laughs> the wood as it cuts through. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, There was, like, this strawberry perfume that some people have. I think it's, like, a Justin Bieber or something that I just really like, and it's, like, intoxicating. That great, Tim. Moving on. Well, <laughs> um, I you know what? I haven't played golf in so long because it's very hard to justify golf when you have a family because it's like a five hour activity. Yeah, but just being out there smelling that grass, ripping up a little strip of it when you hit the ball perfectly and that little divot comes out that that probably be my smell right there. I think there you go. That's perfect. Yeah, it's a happy place. Yeah, um, I mean, other smells would be uh, warm pretzels, which oddly smells a whole lot like absolute moral truth. 
<laughs> Very similar things, yes. <laughs> oh man, so they they there's a whole bunch of smells and they find out basically they're in a mail room, which of course excites Eleanor greatly. Because oh she's got a whole thing for mailmen, which I love that Chidi doesn't know about. <laughs> I love that some of these things we discover over again and Chidi's like, wait, what? He has no idea about the whole mailman thing. Oh, my God. That's right. That that, that proves to be like super good on the writer's parts because they're remembering all that stuff. Right. I would not have remembered what this Chidi knows <laughs> or what this Chidi is aware of. It's hard to keep track, right? Um, but yeah. the the biggest thing they had to do right off the bat was blow up the mail slot of course and keep a low profile but but blow up the mail <laughs> slot and that was a bang too like i was listening to it just when i was watching the episode now and my daughter's asleep across the hall and you don't want to wake up a baby and i got the volume turned up so i can hear the dialogue take my notes and all of a sudden bam i'm like crap they blew up that mail slot like she wasn't joking around <laughs> instantly just point boom done all right what's next the janet powers are really something um Mm -hmm. so what we have here essentially is an accountant a neutral janet and three contest winners and the refugees meet a male lady and she's the nicest male lady ever because she believes that they're contest winners and that demons might be chasing them and also that Dracula might be chasing them with a bazooka that blew up a mail slot. No, it could I, happen. yeah, I I buy it. <laughs> Jeez. She was so nice. She's awesome. She really right. is. And she's the head she was of just the- taking in Yeah, she was just taking in all the information and like All right. Awesome. I'm glad y'all are winners. So I I mentioned that Netflix show nailed it. And and there was actually an episode recently. I I forget what it was, which one it was, but it had Jason Metzoukas who plays Derek. It is the funniest episode of nailed it. I've ever seen nailed it is a show where they bring in amateur bakers who cannot bake and make them decorate cakes and make desserts and just, it fails horribly. (laughs) And Jason was, uh, Jason Metzoukas was just so excited to be there. And when you pit him against Nicole Byers, the energy in that room was just infectious. I highly recommend if anybody that has Netflix, check out Nailed It. <laughs> so is that like, cool. is that usually her character where she's this irrationally optimistic she, and happy she, person? Oh, she wasn't playing a character. In fact, they didn't even give her a costume. I'm sure she just showed up that way. <laughs> That's just Nicole Byers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, cool. it's it's an interesting thing because it, it it makes things rather easy on anybody who's not 100% altruistic because, I mean, really, they're here at the Correspondence Center, which is both four Oreos away from the good place and a thousand, no, I'm sorry, a trillion miles away from the good place because the door is there. Stained glass window, you can almost see through it, but it's locked. And humans can't get through there. They have to go through the main entrance, which is a trillion miles away. So they're in this place, which is both right next to the good place and both a million miles, a trillion miles away as well, which could be a big problem, except for there's a phone there, which Michael's not allowed to use. No, of course not. And the phone <laughs> happens to not require phone numbers. So you can just pick it up and call whomever you'd like. But you're not allowed to use it. 
And it's also untraceable if you use it, which would be really convenient, except for the fact that you're not allowed to use it. So, yeah. <laughs> of Don't course, Michael that. uses it. Yeah, because there's a dog yeah. barking. And even though she doesn't own a dog, you know, it's very conceivable that she should go check it out. So Michael picks up the phone <laughs> and he, he dials for the committee to come and uh, and check things out. And in the meantime, while he's waiting, Jason is very thoughtful. Which concerns Tahani greatly. Concern me too. Uh, yeah, she offers some advice. See, Jason's problem is uh, he he feels embarrassed and he feels awkward, but he kind of wants to talk to Janet about what they saw. What like what would you guys do if you were in Jason and Tahani's shoes? Would you bring it up? Would you just let it go? Like, what would you do? Okay, I, mean, I know so- it's hard to imagine you're Jason, but. So I'm going to I'm going to put this forward because this is a little awkward. This is a glimpse into my head. OK, so twice in the past two weeks, I have had instances where I've been dealing with people where they have had things wrong with them that a friend would point out. But I am not their friend. And so <laughs> do I tell this 17 year old girl at CVS that she has a snot hanging out of her nose? Do I oh, tell geez. this 18 year old girl working at Chipotle that her fly is down? Like I'm a creepy guy. Why have why am I talking to them at all? Uh, and yet, you know, it'd be embarrassing four hours later for them to go, oh, crap, I've been dealing with the public looking like this. So <laughs> I feel like it's kind of the same thing. It's like an awkward thing that I know about this person that they don't like. Yeah. What do I do? It haunts me. Yeah. It haunts I, me. I, I feel that. I definitely see where it's it's very similar because it's like, hey, I looked inside your mind and I kind of read your diary maybe and you're kind of in love with me and what's going on? Or we kind of, you know, we kind of had this thing. What What is it? You know, do I mention it? I, I feel that. It's on the same level of right? snot hanging and out. And you have a snot nose. hanging yes. out of your nose, right? It's, yeah. it's right there. <laughs> they're, they're, they're adjacent. Good place. Good place, Jake. Good play jason whatever <laughs> yeah so so tahani's like well darling you should talk to her and he goes and talks to her um and then that makes janet upset so jason's upset now janet's upset everybody's upset however at this time the committee arrives in some sort of oddly shaped icicle structure and <laughs> they are insanely excited to meet this man whom they have no idea who he is they have no idea <laughs> it was so good like friendly they, they all just came in yeah they all just came in oh wow hey thank i'm so happy to meet you oh my goodness who are you and why am i here <laughs> like those like it's so cool that they're the committee they brought up those two questions because those are like the two questions of life like that everybody kind of goes back to who am i and why am i here and i was just like oh <laughs> huh, that's really funny I didn't even pick that up. That's pretty good. Yeah, the writing in the show is something. Uh, yeah, really, they're yeah. just they're just super excited and they're super glad to help Michael with his investigation. I mean, they want to get right on it. They want to start talking. But first, Callan needs to go get the fruit. Every <laughs> bit of fruit that he can fit in his tote bag. <laughs> tote bag. Of course, they have a tote. The ones bag. that are in se- the ones that are in season. Though. Yeah. What were they? Plu- I, I keep saying Plutarchs, like Plutarch, Plu- Heaven's Plu- Plu- and the Hunger Games, but yeah, Plu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, Plu- it's a plum sure. and an apricot crossover. They're actually delicious. They're amazing. Well, 
I, yeah, those are two things I don't like, so I'm sure that wouldn't appeal to me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Eleanor is trying to unlock the door, and Glitter is is coming out instead. And it's crazy to me in this scene, and really throughout this episode, how decisive and reassuring Chidi is. Right? Yeah. Somebody flipped a switch. Somebody flipped something, I, uh, that's for sure. Well, it, you know what? He, oh, oh, it oh. is interesting because someone on Reddit pointed out, and I, I wish I had their name. Uh, someone on Reddit pointed out, and this may just be a coincidence, but all of Tahani's clothes prior to now were sort of ill-fitting. And when she gets mm-hmm. to the good place, they are perfectly fitted to her. <laughs> interesting. It, it And, and it, it, is it that they just had a different outfit for her or is this something that they planned like were they were they ill-fitting when she was in the bad place masquerading as the good place because it would annoy the hell out of her probably i mean really <laughs> they, that's Most the likely. type of thing that they would do right but then eleanor got the sweats and she's in the good place well so you i would think you wouldn't be able to do that i have an observation which which i'll bring up later but I'm okay. setting the table for it now because, yeah, Chidi is being like insanely decisive and comforting and and he's all in on this relationship. They're actually they're oddly both all in. I mean, they're they're just we knew Eleanor kind of <clears throat> had already worked through all these things. But Chidi's like pit stains and all. Let's do this. I, I want to <laughs> go on a date with you. Let's let's have fun. And they go off and, and do that thing. And Michael meanwhile, has to make his case for the committee. And they astutely point out that there's been dips in acceptance in the good place before. I mean, in 198,000 BC, there was the whole stabbing incident where people learned to stab and they just went around stabbing everybody. True. Uh Uh-huh. Because that's humans, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. someone stabs someone and they go, wow, that's cool. And then they just stab everybody else. we can do that? Right? (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to stab. I never knew it. I never knew that I wanted to stab that guy because I didn't know what stabbing was. But I've wanted to stab him for about five years. So I'm just going to go stab him. <laughs> oh, man. And I love <laughs> I love how they're so nice about everything. Even the stabbing, everything's got a positive air to it, except for when Michael's like, yeah, but they got the bad place people have to be doing this because of such and such and the one lady's like yeah because those bad place employees are all absolutely terrible horrible people <laughs> it's the <laughs> only true negative thing and Yikes. michael's like nah man some of them might be cool you know man about town yeah. types <laughs> yeah now that i think about it like if the bad place people were actually trying to mess with the good place people and maybe they actually are but it would be incredibly easy because <laughs> right? they just kind of fooled the male person to think they won a contest somehow. Uh, and it would be way too easy. This whole committee is like they just came without even knowing Michael's whole situation. He just lied and said he's, he's an accountant. Right. And it's like, yeah, well, OK, it would be super easy for the bad place people to get a hold of everything. It really They're would. Super gullible. I mean, this Super is like nice. uh, that's I, I feel... that dumb Ricky Gervais movie, The Invention of Lying. It's the same damn thing. Oh, right. Oh. I feel like <clears throat> there's two instances in this episode of of writing that are not up to what I'm used to from the show. And one is like right now. So they know where the entrance to the good place is. Like she actually told them this is where it is. It would seem to me 
at this point that Janet could put them all in her void. She could then get to the good place entrance. They could all hop out, go in, and no one would ever challenge them on it. And if they did, they would just say something that would they believe. Even though the, whoever's sure. standing at the entrance with like the checklist, they'd come up with some story about why they're not on the list, like somebody trying to get into a club or something. Yeah. And he'd go, oh, <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah, go go right on in. And then anytime someone confronted them, they'd be like, oh, yeah, we won a contest. Oh, great. Yeah, that's uh, so it seems we like won there's a, contest, a solution Now I'm here. in the good place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, I I feel that. But like. Now, I think Michael's just enamored with fixing all of everything now. That's true. Like, he thinks he is the person that can do it, that he's been going through this whole character arc, uh, this whole past season, I guess, of him figuring out, like, hey, no one else can do it but you. You're the person that can do it. You're going to be the one that that's able to do it, that switch sides. You're the demon that's the nice person now, and you see everything differently. So now you got to save all of humanity, and it's like, He's on that now. So, yeah, I'm sure they can get into the good place easy, but it won't be satisfi- satisfying for Michael, I right. don't think. Yeah. So the the other piece of <clears throat> kind of, I don't know, be- mediocre writing or kind of obvious plot devices, like this scene right here that we're coming up to, you've got Jason and Tahani and Janet and Gwendolyn, the male lady, all in the same room. And Gwendolyn starts asking Tahani and Jason about how they met. And it's the contest. And are everybody as good looking as you? <laughs> of course they're not. And it's not like a great joke or anything, but it's it's all in this kind of little conversation to transition where the male lady is going to take Jason into the other room and then Tahani and Janet are going to have a conversation. It all just seemed like unnecessary exposition to me. Yeah. <laughs> just start uh, off with clunky. them in the other room. Like it was weird. Yeah. There's a little very... clunky and a little like... Okay, well, we're wasting time now. Right. <laughs> like, come on, that's like two minutes of episode we're not getting for <laughs> well, this exposition. Well, it's almost like the episode came two minutes short and they just filled something in. It was just weird. It's unusual for them. <laughs> yeah, Nicole, but... we need to fill two minutes. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, y'all are both beautiful. <laughs> right, totally <laughs> Are all humans beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Tahani's like laughing at that, which was which was good. But so her and, and uh, Janet get to talking and... Janet is right on the edge. I mean, she's she's been becoming the most advanced Janet for some time, but now she's supposed to be neutral. So she can't emote in the bad way. She can't emote in the good way. The beige clothing is not good for her non-skin. And guys, what if emotions <laughs> come out of her butt? Like, how does this work? <laughs> she's not doing well. Kevin's emotions come out of his butt all the time. Constantly. I know that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I once got emotional out of my butt. It was uncomfortable. Um, but we learned that Chidi, when he decides to jump into a relationship, he jumps right the fork in. He sets up this romantic date, dresses like a dorky mailman, and then makes Eleanor cry for some reason. What's up with this? What What's this whole thing? Horny tears, man. You got them. <laughs> Horny tears. Yep. <laughs> There's no other ne- explanation needed. That's everything. I Yeah, it's just her feeling things that I doubt she's ever felt before, and that can get kind of confusing. And to have somebody that like actually kind of cares for her, because we know her whole backstory, 
nobody really, you know, gave a fork about her as much as, you know, Chidi's showing right now. Uh, without him, like, even trying to get in her pants or anything. He just wants <laughs> to go on a date, you know? So it's like, oh, this is really different for her, I'm sure. But I don't know. Her crying nacho tears? Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, that's different. That's a different side of her. I love the nacho tears. Uh, well, so the committee guys, uh, you know, they're, they're call to action kind of people. You can tell because they decided to have a meeting. They had a meeting and now they've, they've come to a decision and the decision is, Michael, we're going to help you investigate this situation with the bad place. And we're going to form an elite committee and it's only going to take 400 years. Wait, 400 years. Yeah. To select the committee only 400 years. And then they're only going to take a thousand years to investigate themselves to make sure that they're all legit. Um, so the ball will be rolling, you know, 1400 years from now. No big deal. All's good. Except for Callan is already slowing things down because he's got to excuse himself because he forgot to file the hear, hear memorandum. What an idiot. <laughs> Callan. I also like, I also like when they stopped talking uh, in a couple scenes back. And they're like, now Callan's going to shower you with compliments. And he just like kept spouting compliments to uh, Michael. That was a good part. But yeah, that's way too long. Guys, what's going on? Why? The it's good place n- it's are, no are wonder useless. that nobody's getting in the good place because there's nobody advocating for people because the good place people just take forever to decide everything and do anything it's a mess there let's just put it this way the bad place people are very well organized the good place people are a mess yeah pretty much yeah yeah the good place people have too many steps checks and balances so it's it is literally quite the opposite of each other to where there's not enough which is fine for the most part because they're bad and not doing anything crazy well they're all mostly crazy but then and the good place people they're all trying to, you know, be the best that they can be, make the best decisions and choices, and they're not getting anything done. Death by bureaucracy, <laughs> except they're already dead. Oh, well, Ooh. are they? We don't even know what they are. Are they angels? Yeah, what that's are right. these people? I don't even know. Why do they get mail? Uh, Why do they get mail? <laughs> Why does that lady have so much mail to go through? Who's Freaking sending Gwendolyn. the mail? Oh, gosh. Listen, Tahani thinks she's doing a big deed here by divorcing Jason on paper. Essentially not divorcing, but just saying, hey, we said till death do his part. Uh, we're dead. So we're not married. This mm-hmm. makes Tahani upset. I mean, this makes Janet upset. This makes Jason upset. This isn't helping anybody. Um, yeah, this is a bad situation. So so they're doing that. Now, nacho cheese tears are coming out of uh, Eleanor still because relationships are hard. But Chidi and Eleanor share a moment over a great Tolstoy quote, also a fake Tyra Banks quote, and a real <laughs> Eleanor quote, which does get her horny, and they go do it in the closet. And I love oh. how Chidi's like, maybe we, I, I, you know, consent, good good for you, Chidi, on the whole consent <laughs> yeah. thing, but there's a smoother way to go about it. We don't need to like write it on a piece of paper and show each other at the same time. It's not how it works. Yeah. One, two, three. All right. Oh, okay. It's the same. Let's go do it. <laughs> Call back to last episode, uh, Chidi. Remember when saying sexy isn't sexy? That's the same idea. It's just not. Yeah. It's not working for you. <clears throat> so Tahani needs advice. 
And of course, her problems are much bigger than the fate of humanity. Um, because right now the Titanic is sinking and the committee is writing a strongly worded email. But she basically yeah. says, I am trying to make these two people happy and I don't know how to make them happy. And I, I love Michael's response because he's so annoyed with this whole thing. You want to make Jason happy? Just give him a lollipop in the shape of a transformer. Like, what's the problem here? <laughs> I mean, that would work. That would do it. That would make me happy, actually. I'd be cool with that. But yeah, Michael's like, the fate of everything is at stake. You know, you can't ask. Uh, just go. Just just say it. Just say it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but unknowingly to her, she does help out because she basically says, listen, everything I do that's good turns out bad. I don't know how to manage these consequences of my actions. And a light flicks on for Michael and he goes and examines the book of Doug's. And in the book of Doug's, he gets this one act you know, however many years, thousands, hundreds, millions of years ago, and it's sending flowers. And back then, sending flowers was just sending flowers. But now, and you get, you know, 400 points or whatever. Now, sending flowers means losing points because the one click of a button on your cell phone that was made in a sweatshop creates a huge carbon footprint transporting the flowers whilst also giving money to a racist billionaire. So life is just too complicated right now. That's the problem. It's not the good place. It's not the bad place. It's that life is too complicated and the 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 levels are shifting and nobody's addressing that. I can just hear my grandfather being like, I always told you technology would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's all of the accumulated stuff that they put in. Okay, this is bad. This equals bad. This equals bad. This equals good, whatever. You want to do one good action, but then all the bad is weighing it down, even though it's not your intention. <laughs> and that's where it's at. That's where the problem is, because the intention is there, which is the good part, which should get you good place points, but everything behind it is what's getting you the bad place, the negative points for right. seemingly doing something good. And to your grandfather, Kevin, the, the technology <laughs> is not killing us. It's just sending you to hell once you're dead. Let's be That's clear right, about you know. that. <laughs> That's exactly right, Grandpa. You know what? Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> See you there. <laughs> oh, So Tahani decides, listen, best I can do is apologize to Janet. And this makes Janet cry. She's emoting out of her eyes, not her butt. This makes Tahani cry, even though she's British. And this just makes Jason cry because he wants to be a part of things. But this brings me to my other observation here. They're all crying. They don't know why they're crying. Eleanor was crying. She didn't really know why they're crying. Is crying a thing in, in this place for some reason for them? But also, Eleanor's the confident one. Tahani usually doesn't care enough to let these things phase her very much. Jason was being thoughtful, which, come on. And Janet is being overly emotional. Meanwhile, Chidi, the one who's always freaking out, is the only one that's not freaking out. Whoa. What's going on? What's Something going on happened. here? Did they take each other's personality when they were all Janet? Maybe. They all, like, combined. Well, maybe it has dispersed. something to do with the little zone that they're in, the correspond. I, I don't Could know, be. but it's very odd to me that they're flipping on themselves in to some degree sure. in this right. place. Well, 
well for Eleanor, she was crying earlier, so maybe that can rule it out. She still has that, even though she just did the whole thing with Chidi. Uh, but yeah, like Janet crying. First off, having a complex emotions is I I don't know how new that is, but having that complex of an emotion to actually cry for something right that is a little weird again like you said to honey and then jason just crying just because he wants to be a part of it <laughs> yeah it's all a little uh interesting i don't know well it's interesting enough to tip off the male lady who doesn't get suspicious of much but she sure gets suspicious of that and if that wasn't enough eleanor comes out and says to all of the fart faces in the room that she and chidi <laughs> just had sex in a closet Ah, uh, yeah. So that's some bad place type activity there. And she's going to call the judge. And that's fine with Michael because guess what? He already called the judge. So in comes the door. In comes Michael Malley, the doorman, which thank goodness he's okay because that's been in question. Yeah. And he seems fine. He, he seems like normal. Jack spelling cool. frogs. Loves it. Right. He did the, yeah, he called back to what he did earlier. He's like, so this is Earth, huh? And he said, so this is a good place, huh? Yeah. Smells like frogs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. Cool. So, yeah, they're, they they got the door open and they're all following Michael. No time to wait. Can't even change out of the stupid mailman outfit because they're going to IHOP and not the good one. Fremulon. I feel like Chidi's going to need that mailman, or he's going to go in disguise at some point, <laughs> so they might need that. There you go. I feel like that was important. But yeah, we're headed to IHOP. I, I love how it's IHOP. the was, interdimensional hole of pancakes. I th it's still right. of pancakes. Like What? <laughs> what? And I'm well, glad they didn't change it so to IHOP. It would have been if they had gone to the burgers, international hole of burgers. Oh. <laughs> right. Oh, Jeez. man. So, guys, so, what what's going to happen? So, Michael's going to give all the information to the judge, and then what? She's still going to be like, you still suck. <laughs> he, right? can't be, he can't be there. What's going on? He's going to expose all the flaws, but then it's still going to be like, no. I don't know. But we can never predict. How many episodes do we have? I don't know. Well, this we was 10, and I think they usually do, what, 13? So I think we only have yeah. three more episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So there's not much of an arc well, this one's, left, but I, I, I just can't imagine This one's actually him. called number 11. What's that? They they put the two together, so this one's actually, quote, unquote, episode 11. Oh, was it? Because they put the first two, one and two, they released it as one. Oh, well, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, but it says episode 10 on my Hulu. That's what I'm going with. So, oh, right. Okay. But I think there's thir there's 13 total. At least I think that's what there was the last uh, couple of seasons. But I just can't imagine them going to Judge Jen, laying this case out and her then saying, OK, well, let's go reevaluate or have the accountants reevaluate the whole system based on unintended, unintended modern consequences and all that kind of stuff. There's something's got to happen. But if they go in front of the judge again, how does she not just send them like what? I, 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 don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but that's the thing is I've not been able to really, truly predict this show, except for just wild guesses that happen to be marginally sure. correct. <laughs> I'm going to put out one big prediction. I think somewhere down the line, eventually 
I think he's done it before, but in a bigger way, I think Michael is going to end up sacrificing himself somehow for the good of everything. He's going to pull one of those, okay, take me instead or whatever and fix everything. And every everyone's going to get sad, but then somehow he comes back. Yeah, can you imagine they essentially like kill off big, Ted Danson? Yeah, he's going to make some big sacrifice somehow, I mm-hmm. think. See, I think I think they're going to lead us to that moment. And then just before it happens, I think something else will happen. Yeah. Which is just as possible because (laughs) this show is crazy. Yeah. I just hope Derek saves the day. I'm just really hoping because we haven't haven't had Derek in in a long time. I just want more Derek. Got to make the return. Yep. All right. Well, if you guys don't have anything else. Uh, this has been the episode and it was a fun one and I'm glad we, we came yeah. back and I'm glad we got to this. We are everything is fine. A good place podcast. You can find us on our Facebook discussion group at everything is fine podcast. Just search everything is fine on Facebook. You'll find us at everything's fine podcast on Instagram and at nerdy things pod everywhere. www.nerdythingspod.com. And we set up kind of a thing and maybe Jules wants to explain it real quick. Yeah. So on nerdythingspod.com, nerdythingspod.com, you can also find the link to our new Discord server, and it's called NTP Gaming. So what we're going to do, or what we have been doing since January 1st, if you're in the Everything is Fine podcast group, you saw us uh, you know, post about it, you saw us post about it on social media, but... NTP Gaming is a place for people to find gamers to play together, to talk gaming, to share links, to post things, to share memes, just be in an all-inclusive positive space because uh, there is an ever-growing toxic gamer space out there. And we want to create a place for people to be positive that's all-inclusive for all ages, all genders, all gamers from the casual to the Twitch streamers. Everybody is welcome to join in and talk games together and play together. We're going to have monthly Smash Super Smash Bros. tournaments um, as well as Mario Kart. So we're going to do those, I think, in a couple weeks. I think that's what I said, a couple weeks. Uh, we're going to do our first one then. And we're going to be doing those every month and then maybe some more if other people are uh, into it or starting, you know, playing other games. But yeah, it's a cool place. We've got about 50 people already. And if you want to be a part of that, you want to play games, share links, talk gaming, go to the nerdythingspod.com and go down to NTP Gaming and it'll be right there and it'll be invite and you can join up. It's cool. Awesome. Yeah. TLDR. Do you play games on any level? Come play games with on us. On any, yeah, on anything. Yeah, on come anything, play and talk on any about level, it. come play games with us and we're going to organize <laughs> some tournaments as well as just have fun talking about games. So yeah, NTP yeah. Gaming is our is our new venture and we're really excited about it. So we'd love for you guys to join in. And that's this episode. Thank you guys for yeah. coming. We're so excited also, for next week. Can't wait. Yeah. After after you listen to this, go listen to uh, B99 Saved. Go check it out. Yeah, links will podcast. be everywhere, so check it out. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, and as always, have a great rest of your week. Thanks, Bye. everyone. Bye. Hey, listener. Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. 
At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Boys from the underground.